Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And we're the host of an exciting new show brought to you every week at this time on the Hudson Valley Radio Network. It's Radio Rotary, and we talk every week to Rotarians around the Hudson Valley about what Rotary does for you and your community and around the world. And our special guest today is Dr. Jim Yarmus, immediate past district governor of Rotary District 7210, the Hudson Valley Rotary District. Jim Yarmus, welcome to Radio Rotary. Thank you. It's a delight to have you here today. Jim? In spite of the fact that you were lost, too. Apparently, this place is hard to find. I found it. Yes. Jonah and I, of course, found it because we are are perfect, Jonah. (laughs) (laughs) Our guests wander and wander and wander around. You are a past governor, Jim, and Mm -hmm. um, we talked last week to District Governor Jeffrey. So were you the guy before Jeffrey and he succeeded you? Is that how it worked? That is correct. And um, now you're still very involved with Rotary. Yes. And where, where, what club do you belong to? I belong to the Spring Valley Club, also in Rockland County. And how long did it take you to get here that you got so lost? I'm just curious how long it is from it Spring It took less Valley. than what we planned. It's okay. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, we, I, we are all detecting an accent. Where are you from originally? Not from Spring Valley, New York. No, a little bit south of that. I was born in Cuba. And when did you come to this country? In 1960, just a little while ago. Oh, okay. And are you an American citizen now, out of curiosity? I have been for a long, long time in a galaxy far, far away. I had to go to Canada to become a citizen, but that's okay. You had to go to Canada to become an American citizen. That's the way it works, because uh, when I left Cuba, I wasn't planning to become a citizen that way. We had somewhat strained relations with the United States. You may have heard at one point or another. At one point, I did. So uh, I came, and I ran into the Immigration and Naturalization Service, and then I had to find the consul of uh, the United States who will give me a piece of paper that's saying that I'm coming in legally. Uh, so Canada was the easiest thing. The bus went straight to that door and brought me right back. Now, Jim, you're a great uh, American success story. Uh, immigrant uh, leaving uh, a, a country that was a dictatorship, coming here to the freedom of the United States, doing well in education and business. Tell us a little bit about your own personal background. Well, I have always been a community person. I never expected that I would have to start all over again with $5 in my pocket, but I did. And, of course, it always takes a mentor, somebody who helps you out. And my father had a second cousin, some kind of distant relative, who was nice enough to assure the government of the United States that I wouldn't become a public burden. And that guy was a working guy, and he was terrific at helping us all one by one. Of course, by the time I got my mother out or my sister out, uh, I was already capable of guaranteeing them. But you needed that one person. I've always been lucky all throughout my life of having somebody who takes care of me. And that is, in some ways, the story of Rotary, even if they weren't Rotarians. Oh, that's true. And what kind of business did you go into? I uh, knew I wanted to be an engineer even in Cuba. I lost one year under Batista and one year under Castro for my education, but eventually I did finish my first year of education in Havana University, and I did become a civil engineer later on, emphasized structures later on, emphasized business, and I am today a professor in uh, project management, construction management, 
planning, things of that nature that makes the two worlds of technical and managerial uh, emphasis into one, and I'm having a great time doing that. That's very well spoken. That really explains what civil engineers do, um, not just the on-paper intellectual piece of it, but the practical piece of it. Did you know um, Jeffrey Keenan, used to pa- our, our present governor, was in cement, which is a related uh, industry. Well, he's in the cement field. Cement field. He's not currently in <laughs> cement. <laughs> That's a visual. And we're on radio. we got to pump up the visuals, yeah, we, right, we Jonah? Paint the, we paint the word picture. <laughs> I, I want to jump ahead just one sec, though. Okay. Um, th- there is another uh, – uh, of the many, many Rotary initiatives, there are Engineers Without Borders, correct? Mm-hmm. It, that's under the Rotary umbrella, and I, I'm going to guess that you're involved with that, Jim. Funny you should say that. Yes, I am involved. I have been a member for quite some time. However, uh, I finally received an opportunity just a, a few weeks ago of actually – being a mentor to my own students from the City College of New York and took nine of them to the country of Honduras. Is that where you teach? City College? It's one of the places. Uh I'm currently on a new assignment at Rutgers University and having a good time creating a project management program. So that challenge is something that I cannot uh, say no to. Uh, So I started at Rutgers on Monday night for the first time. This is my week. Okay. (laughs) So you're an adjunct professor. Yes. It's what they call you. Isn't that the yes. official term? Yes. Okay. I'm so glad I knew that because I'm the child of a college professor. Some of some some colleges call it or, or universities call it a, an affiliate or they call it something else. But essentially, it's the same thing. So what brought you and these students to Honduras? Engineers Without Borders is essentially supported by large engineering and construction and architectural uh, firms. Uh, however, Rotary Clubs do have something to do with it. One time... Uh, at an international Rotary convention before my term in office as district governor, I visited a booth at a Rotary International Convention of Engineers Without Borders and became awfully interested in the organization and joined it then. I later on found out that while I was president of the American Society of Civil Engineers in my region that they did have a chapter in my region. And it, the involvement kept growing until the point where it touched me so because both at Stevens Institute of Technology, uh, where I'm still teaching, and at City College, uh, we had my students had gone to all, of all countries, Honduras, to do projects. One of them actually went to the, uh, one group went to the Dominican Republic to construct a power plant. Another one had gone to Honduras to do water projects. So Latin American countries, and they, and I'm sure you were very helpful, helpful with the language barrier. Yes, indeed. It was nice to visit Broadway clubs in those countries and speak in their own language. You could sense the, the warmth that comes back to you. when. And let me just note that once you are a Rotarian, when they say Rotary International, any Rotarian that is an, um, a current ro- Rotary member can go to any Rotary meeting anywhere on the planet. And there, we um, have signs that are um, posted throughout the different communities that tell you the who, where you meet and what time you meet. Let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on the Hudson Valley Radio Network. This is Jonah Trebowasser. With me is my co-host Sarah O'Connell and our very special guest, Dr. James Yarmus, our past district governor, who's telling us about his trip to Honduras with Engineers Without Borders. Now, Jim, you said you took your students down and some made power plants, others did water projects. Um, Did they mentor and assist some of the local citizens to help with the construction? 
both. They actually worked with their hands as well. It was a fascinating sight to see. I have a tremendous collection of my own photographs and expecting to receive theirs as well. But they worked with their own hands. We constructed um, a lid for a water tank that already existed that didn't have a cover uh, made out of poured concrete. We provided them with 3,000 feet of pipe to construct an additional uh, feed, if you will, of potable water from the top of a, of a mountain to the water tank. We also um, brought uh, chimneys, uh, constructed chimneys for one of the municipalities. We actually went to three municipalities in Honduras, and each one was different. Uh, actually built latrines, uh, many septic tanks that several houses fed to. And all of that was helped with dozens of local volunteers from the villages. No, no, no money was spent on labor. Uh, and the ages varied from 10 to 70. Now, it was many, an amazing experience. Excuse me. Many times uh, Rotary Clubs here in the States will partner with a Rotary Club in another country. Is that how you got plugged into? Absolutely. To, and, and it is the... Uh, Rotary Club of what was the community specific? Actually, there were two. Uh, one was in Brooklyn, the Verrazano Club, and another one was in Long Island um, and, and uh, Nassau County. And, and both of them are from another district. They, uh, I've been to Honduras three times in the last year. Uh, the first one was my own thing, so to speak, because I wanted to check some of the clubs that uh, uh, Jeffrey and others had been involved with, and, and I visited those sites. Uh, the second uh, visit, I went to a new project in a place called Comayagua, um, where we're still working on it with a district in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And this third time, leading a, a team from Engineers Without Borders, I went with a district from uh, Brooklyn and Long Island. Now, Jim, Jim Yarmus, um, is your whole family here now? Is yes. everybody out of Cuba? I have three uncles and an aunt that refused to leave. They could have, uh-huh. but they didn't want to, so they have their own thing. That's yeah. okay, too. I, I, I kind of understand that. My daughter's um, godfather is from Cuba. His family's from Cuba, oh. so we have a little bit of No a... wonder I like you. No, yeah, I knew. I liked you, too, the minute I met you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Now, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about this, I think, in the next segment. But when after you've worked um, at, in different offices in Rotary, or you go from a club level, you can be on the board of directors, you can be an officer, and then you get to the district level, which is where you are, and you are past district governor. That doesn't mean we throw you to the curb, does it? Not at no, all. You're no, you're still active and involved. So. It, it's so easy because past District governors are always anxious to keep on contributing. It's built into the essence and the character of every Rotarian to serve. And uh, I was fortunate enough that the current district governor has given me assignments, and, of course, the incoming district governor has also given me assignments. And I'm having a great time uh, being a webmaster, among other things, right now. Let's talk a little bit about the district website, which is available for those who want to look it up at www.what. Rotary District 7210.org. And get a, get a pencil and paper, folks. We'll ha- repeat that so you can write it down because it's going to be important for you. It's something we, we're going to need you to look up at the end of the show. Uh, now, besides being the webmaster, what kind of service projects have you uh, in your Rockland Club together uh, done to serve the community here in the Hudson Valley? Okay. Well, I on the first day, I became a Rotarian. Um, I uh, raised my hand twice when they were asking for volunteers. 
And the president of the club at the time came to me at the end of the meeting, and he said, you are president material. Do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> volunteer, volunteer, <Yeah>. volunteer. <laughs> so I started out with a well project in the Philippines and a local blood drive. And it's just so much fun to work both internationally and locally at the same time. I think it also is the essence of Rotary. And what were some of the, the pet projects you had when you were district governor? I mean, every district governor, every Rotary president has certain pet projects. What, what, what were some of the policies and, and projects you wanted to push during your year as well, our district governor? Well, we certainly won literacy awards. We certainly won publicity awards. We certainly won uh, water and sanitation awards from Rotary International. And at the same token, we um, did those very things inside of our own communities. So I very fondly remember that your own club, Jonah. My uh, Red Hook Club, yes. The, the Red Hook Club, indeed, uh, won an international award from Rotary International for the excellent public relations work that they did. And I was very proud of that. It was a little late in coming. We must have had some competition, but you did it. Well, you never know. Radio Rotary may one day get a Peabody Award. Indeed. All right. Uh, and, uh, Jim Yarmus, uh, past district governor, um, engineer without borders, uh, an American success story. If you had someone here who was not a Rotarian, you want to convince them to become a Rotarian, what's the number one thing you, that you've gotten out of Rotary that you want to share with people? The feeling of making a better world. Couldn't be said better. Let me remind our listeners, they're in tune with Radio Rotary right here on the Hudson Valley Radio Network. This is Jonah Trebowasser. With me, my co-host, Sarah O'Connell, our guest, Dr. Jim Yarmus, and we'll be back with more of Radio Rotary after these important messages. What can you do as a member of Rotary? You can eradicate polio. You can promote peace. You can feed the hungry. You can help children do better in school. Whether it's helping to eliminate a dreaded disease, volunteering at a food bank, or equipping a school library, Rotary is people who know that by working together, you can do anything. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in motion. Alone, our reach is limited. No matter how great our intentions, on our own, we can only stretch so far. But at Rotary, we believe the right group of people working together can make our communities, our world, a better place. Rotary is a worldwide network of community volunteers dedicated to helping people in need. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary. Humanity in Motion. And we are back with Radio Rotary, heard here on the Hudson Valley Radio Network. And today our guest is Dr. Jim Yarmus, who is a past district governor of Rotary and a member of the Spring Valley New York Club. And we touched on when you're a past district governor, you've held many offices and been very active on a club level, on a board level, on a district level. And now that you're, uh, you've rotated out of the district governor's seat, your main focus is you've really helped us get our vision of our website up and running. Right, Jim? I hope so. <laughs> I, that's a yes. Yes, okay. <laughs> Make that an enthusiastic yes because well, we think, want people to go to the website. Enthusiasm is kind of part of my life. In fact, I go to the extreme and I call it passion. And every time I sign a, a letter or a, or an email, I say that success um, is defined by the level of 
passion and teamwork that you put into it. And Rotary has both, whether it's dealing on peace efforts internationally or dealing with saving children's lives. And those are the two times in which I became a Rotarian for life. So if I have any more lives to give, I'll find another cause yet. And obviously, with your background and your um, having uh, come, immigrated from Cuba and getting your family out and not without challenge, you exemplify how Rotary is an international organization. And, and your experiences have brought a lot of texture, I have to say that, um, to our district. And with the website, how can people find the website? Well, the the address for our website is www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Why don't you repeat that, Jim, okay? Rotarydistrict7210.org. And And what kind of things are they going to find on that website? Well, they're going to find stories about the trips that we make internationally. They're going to find stories about family of Rotary and all the good things that we are to each other, local stories about how clubs serve their own communities. They even will find details about fundraisers so that they can select how it is that they may want to participate in activities and do good things at the same time, and certainly how to become a member. It's all on the website. And how do you become a member? Walk us through that. The electronic way of doing it is to visit the international website, which is www.rotary.org. In rotary.org, you can either seek through the club uh, locator feature or simply type up membership or application or any such word, and you'll get an application form. You can send it to Rotary International, and they'll do the walking for you. They'll find you the the closest club. And on a more personal level, you can also reach out to your local community and a a, uh, Rotarian within your own backyard. There isn't a library in the world that won't tell you the nearest community uh, organization such as Rotary. And uh, once again, Rotary is a service club. And the monies raised at these fundraisers and these events that you're uh, talking about go back into the community and help, um, and we participate in the global initiatives of Rotary. And, and, and the current theme is Make Dreams Real. And we are emphasizing within that the idea of peace in the world and the idea of saving children's lives. Water and sanitation are key. And hence, the, my trip to Honduras was so, ever so important because one it of dealt how with many, both of I'm those. sorry, one of how many trips to Honduras? Well, there were three this last year, yes. In one year, you've been to Honduras yes. three times. I'm already times. planning an, an August trip. You really are a road I've been, warrior. I've been to others. <laughs> I've, you know, I've been to Mexico a couple of times as well. Dr. Jim Yarmus, you mentioned that the Rotary theme for this year is Make Dreams Real. Who picks the Rotary theme, and how often does it change? It changes yearly. It is selected by the president of Rotary International. We have about a million two hundred thousand Rotarians throughout the world and almost 200 countries. Let me just mention that Jonah and I had the honor of attending, I I know many other Rotarians such as yourself, to Rotary International Day at the U.N. this year, where the international president addresses the assembly. Yes. And he was there, as well as other, um, oh, my goodness, Jonah, we, we talk, talked and chatted with so many people, which hopefully we'll, we'll bring to our listening oh, yes. audience. We're, we're going to have you'll some be of those. You'll be able to hear uh, some of the same conversations that we had with these people right here on Radio Rotary on the Hudson Valley Radio Network. Now, Dr. Jim Yarmus, in the, in the few minutes we have remaining, tell us 
thinking back over your years as a Rotarian, what was your proudest moment as a Rotarian? Or are there many? Don't make me cry. (laughs) That's all right. This is a very heartfelt, I see that. Somehow, when I was visiting the Middle East, Uh and I went through many countries, including Greece and Turkey and Egypt and Israel, and and, uh, I saw Jordan from a little afar. I was actually, I put my foot into it, sort of, because I I put it underneath a a metal fence between them. Um, But I dreamt about peace in the world back in the 60s. And I said to myself uh, on a visit when I was already a Rotarian in the 80s that someday somebody would do something about peace in the world. Rotary International today, that was the first time I became a Rotarian for life. Rotary International has, as one of its parameters, that's one of its strongest missions, to bring peace to the world. We have eight educational centers, and we're training people to act as peace mediators throughout the world. So I still think that someday there will be peace in the Middle East because of Rotary. And we're doing it one Rotarian at a time, aren't we, Jim? Indeed. Jim, uh, give us once again the Rotary District website where people can look at what Rotarians are doing and also click on links for their local club, find out where the local club is meeting, come as a guest, and perhaps join us in this great crusade for peace and world health through Rotary. What is the district website once again? Right. You don't need to type it, but it's www. Also, the first three letters, there was no need to type that. It's rotarydistrict7210.org. And there's a left column full of information, a center column full of stories and pictures, and a right column with advertisers on it, including Radio Rotary. Jim Yarmus, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary. It's been a pleasure and a delight to have you with us today. Thank you ever so much. And Sarah, who are the fine clubs that are bringing us today? Well, Jonah, we would not be here if it weren't for the generous support of Rotary District 7210 and the clubs of Arlington, Millbrook, Hyde Park, Red Hook, Pleasant Valley, Kingston, Highland, Southern Ulster, and New Paltz, New York. And for Sarah O'Connell, this is Jonah Trebowasa thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to come back next Friday at 10 in the morning for another episode of Radio Rotary. Till then, all the best to you and yours. This is the Hudson Valley Radio Network.